2: Get started at one of our local financial
1: centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What is your phobia and what have you done to get over it? This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. I... have you ever gotten over a phobia 6516411071 and how did you do it? Okay, so I admittedly I don't know a whole lot about Kim Zolciak except for that she shows up in conversations every once in a while. Um but she's got a, you know a reality show Don't Be Tardy. Yeah. And on this reality show she uh went to a Texas dude ranch.
2: That's still a thing.
1: Apparently.
2: They have Dude Ranch. A little
1: wild and a little strange. <laughs> and apparently one of the reasons why was because or at least one of the things she was dealing with while at the Dude Ranch is that she has severe anxiety around horses. Oh, and okay. so she was sort of like addressing her phobia during this episode of Don't Be Tardy. Okay. So um
2: Her horseophobia. She
1: has a horseophobia. And I What's thought that called I wonder. Yeah, would you it's probably like equinophobia or
2: something. Yeah, no, I bet it is. Yeah. Equinophobia. Is it? Yeah,
1: there you go. So six five one six four one one oh seven one. Have you ever gotten over a phobia and how did you do it? Um that's that's just what this that's what it sparked in me. And I wanted to also give you guys an update on my phobia.
2: What's your phobia?
1: I'm afraid of windmills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't like a big wind turbine.
2: Are you fine?
1: Uh, no, I'm not fine, but I'm making progress toward my goal of not being afraid. Um, we have one drive that we take pretty regularly in our lives. My family does, where we go right by a windmill, and sometimes I have to drive it alone with my kids. Yeah. Usually, if I know we're going to encounter a windmill, I I can't be driving, or if I am. I have to like cover, I have to put my hand up, like put the, I have, I can't see it. If it's even in my periphery, I get real anxious. And I finally just decided one day, I was like, what would happen if I just let it be? Like, if I just was like, there is a windmill there. and So some exposure therapy. A little bit. Now, I didn't get real exposey. Like, I'm not going to drive up to that thing and like hug it or anything, but... I can allow it to be in my field of view and not stare at it and not be bothered by it. Right. So my daughter was really excited by that because she was like, you, mom, like you have to drive. You can't like freak out every time we pass the windmill. It's probably kind of dangerous. Now, I am concerned because we do have some drives in the future in the next, you know, I'm going to say like six months that we will be having to take down 35W into Iowa. And do you know what is on 35W in Iowa? Like windmill? huge wind farms, huge, oh, yeah. not just one singular windmill, just. Whoof,
2: whoof, well, you're going to get some practice.
1: Whoof. Oh my gosh, there's going to be so many. I'm already terrified. So anyway, we're working on that. We're working on getting to that exposure, you know, to that place where I can do that. But I wanted to know from other people, what are your phobias and what have you done to get over them? Holly, do we have any callers?
0: Yeah, we have Tear on the line.
1: Wonderful. Hi, Tear. Tear, what's your phobia and what'd you do to get over it? Hi,
3: guys. Um, It's storms, and it's been really, really bad um, for many, many years. And I take care of kids, so I had to figure out how I'm going to get through it um, when they're scared. Mm -hmm. So I literally took a flood flashlight and stayed up all night through a really bad storm a couple of years ago. And just talked to myself and looked at it head-on, cried. Um, and I think I'm pretty much okay because I slept through the last really big storm this summer. So, wow. Yeah, I um, love
0: that. That's awesome. That's huge. Congrats.
2: I, I think Congrats. you just
3: have to, yeah, I mean, it, but it was debilitating. I mean, oh, I was sure. scared, scared, not, yeah. you know, just like, ooh, I don't like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Um it's been something that's been a long time, but uh, you know, somebody said to me, "You just have to be head on with it, and you know, it can't take you." It sounds so, like it worked. It worked. Thank so you. Far, so
1: good. Thank Congrats, you. You know, the next time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, Ter. I will say though, there is something to that, like exposure to the thing that scares you. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. I. I That you have to, and also when you have kids, you can't show them when you are that afraid of something like it leaks out, like they absorb that they like learn from that. So there is like a practice to, or there is like an awareness when you have children around you that like, you don't want to show them that you're so terrified of something Mm -hmm. because you don't want them to pick up that fear Mm -hmm. for themselves. Yeah. So that can be motivating to try to deal with some phobias. Do we well, have any sure. other calls, Holly? We don't. Fine. Mm-hmm. Cool. I was like I hoping somebody fear would once. be like, would you like Hypnosis. to know what my fear was? Yeah, what was it?
2: So I had like a crippling fear of flying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't I didn't really do anything. I will say I just um I had anxiety around flying and which I never had before. It was very situational. So it came and went and it took about two years, I think, to go. And during those two years, like, I could not even, like, think... Like, every time I would think about getting on an airplane, it would just send me into, like, you know, panic mode. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, magically, after a couple years, it went away. And now, I'm like, when can I get on a plane again? And I don't have that... I don't know if it was just going through the experience, but now I don't even think about, like... I mean, you know... I'm not asking for, like, major turbulence, but even when there's turbulence on a plane, I'm not freaked out about crashing. I don't have all that—whatever my mind was doing for those two years, yeah. I thankfully don't have that anymore. But honestly, I didn't—there was no, like, magic. It was That just is so interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Just, like, allowing it the space yeah. to, to work itself out.
2: Because I think it tends to have more to do with, like, if you have anxiety or— you know panic attacks or something i think it has far more to do with that biochemistry than one particular you know like root of all the the fear that like you have to like go back to some original thing like i'm sure some some people have to do that kind of stuff for their own yeah anxieties but thankfully mine just kind of worked evaporated. itself out yep lucky but it was real
1: oh yeah see that's the and thing i, I really... do want to say is like those anxiety or like that fear it might not make sense to somebody else, but it is so completely real to the person who's suffering from it.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and, sure.
1: and that can be really frustrating when you have a fear like that, that other people are like, why, like, what do you mean? You're like, you know, you're acting crazy about that thing. And it's like, to me, the fear is so real. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be real to anybody else in order for it to be real.
2: I always think of it as like the fear, it, um, the thing is not real that I'm afraid of, but the your body's reaction to whatever that is, is uh, that's just a biochemical thing. Like your right. body is producing chemicals. So you have to figure out a way to turn off all those chemicals. Turn the valve off. Yeah.
1: Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to check in with Zach Efron. What's Zach Efron up to and what does oh. he smell like?
3: Mm-hmm. That's the real question.
1: We'll talk about Zach Efron's stank after this on My Talk 1071. We are going to soak up the smell of Zach Efron. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer.
2: Hi. Hi.
1: What does Zach Efron
2: smell like and why are we talking about it? I don't know, but we're going to find out because you can now get a scented pillow mist that smells like Zac Efron. So first of all, hat tip to social media director Hannah. She texted this to me and said, um, here you go. And the headline was, you can smell Zac Efron on your pillow. And apparently this is from a lingerie company based in the UK. They are now selling a range of limited edition pillow mists that smell just like your favorite celebrities, including but not limited to... Zac Efron. And you may say to yourself, self, how do they know what Zac Efron smells like? Self,
1: how do they know what Zac Efron smells like?
2: That's a great question. Did you come up with that on your own? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Congrats. Mm -hmm. No, according to Poor Moi, their range is inspired by perfumes the celebrities like Zac Efron actually wear in their real life. So now this is how they describe these pillow mists. Okay, I got a question, but go on. You know, you can have questions in a oh, moment. I'm gonna. <laughs> This is what they say, quote. With the cold, long nights drawing in, there's nothing better than slipping into your favorite nightwear, snuggling down on a soft pillow and dreaming about your celebrity crush. And our new bed sprays will create sensual dreams filled with the actual scent of the superstar you admire. So... What's your question?
1: My question is, why would I buy that when I can just buy whatever smell they wear?
2: Well, I don't know. Um, I don't think they give you like a name. But what they do say is, uh, in reference to Zach Efron particularly, finally being nearly moved to tears about how much he loves pasta. What? This is Zac Efron. We don't deserve him. Take Zach to bed with you with our pillow mist inspired by his favorite perfume, packed with ultra fresh herby notes and energizing green apple. They're not going to tell you which one it is, obviously, because right. that would be like a branding issue. I think I could but Google if it. you if you're like, I don't want to smell. Well, let's be clear. You're probably going to pay more for the actual perfume than you would pay for these. But. Um, what I wanted to let people know is that if you're not like Colleen and I, a huge Zac Efron fan, and you don't want to huff Zac Efron on your pill all night long, um, but wait, there's more. So you can also s- uh, smell up Harry Styles stink, mm. which apparently smells like a heady mix of creamy vanilla, dry fruits and woody sweet sap. They also have uh, pillow st- uh, stanks for Margot <laughs> Robbie,
3: oh Rihanna, like uh-huh, yep.
2: Maya Jama, okay. Jennifer Aniston, and Bradley Cooper.
3: I
1: just, like, okay, first of all, I will just say all of the celebrities that you have listed <clears throat> look like they have a good smell. There are celebrities that look like they stink. Oh.
2: Okay. What is like that Johnny Depp. Johnny well, Depp yeah.
1: probably smells like bo and regret. And then, yeah. um, like I think that Matthew McConaughey looks like he would smell like sweaty patchouli. Musky. And so, all I'm saying is, I'm glad that like they they chose good celebrities who look like they have good smells. <laughs>
2: The ones that Colleen thinks smell good. Um, but you so know, if you, you
1: know that Johnny Depp stinks. Or like, what does Nicolas Cage smell like? Like oh God, rotten, God. old, stale cigarettes. Feet.
2: feet. And feet. It like feet. <laughs> and I bet Actually, he picks we sh- his toenails we should do. in the living room oh. and then shoves the nail fi- the nail bits under <laughs> the oh.
3: couch. Oh, I was going to say he them back- in a jar. Oh, okay, how? <laughs>
2: knowing that fool, he does. <laughs> he does puts him in a ziplock. Okay, but quickly, yeah. what I wanted to ask you was not let's ponder the most disgusting sorry. smells, but if you were going to huff a mm-hmm. celebrity at night, which mm-hmm. also that's kind of like delightful in your marital bed. Like, I'm sorry, I have to spray I'm my celebrity. Spray my Zac Efron smell. What celebrity funk do you want up in your your uh,
3: nose? holes your mm. yeah
1: what celebrity? I mean, honestly, like Zach Efron is just perfect. So I would just pick him because <laughs> I so that just seems so obvious, right? Like, it's so obvious, it's but, so you know, obvious. But, the,
2: the, the annoying thing is, it's not going to really smell like Zach Efron. It'll, it, although I will say that because people do attach themselves to scents, if this is what he actually smells like when you're in the room with him, yeah, meaning if he wears a scent that is so close to this. That he, you know, that every time that you smell that, you get the idea of Zach Efron. Like, mm-hmm. I think that could be something legitimate. For example, you will know when Steve Patterson oh, yeah. is in our uh, midst. building. In, in our mist.
1: Yeah, in our midst because of his he, mist.
2: <laughs> now, he probably changes up his smells a couple times. But for the most part, you'll you'll know what, if you catch a whiff, right?
0: Yeah.
2: That, that's Steve Patterson.
1: He was in our hallway yesterday, and I knew it because I walked out, and I was like, Steve's been here. Where are you, Steve?
2: And it's because we he should can't say, less people think he has BO, it's because no. he no. wears uh, a man fragrance. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yep. So he can't hide from you. That's the other thing that you need to know, is a person that wears fragrance can't hide <laughs> anywhere because you can literally also- sniff him out.
2: What's weird is that like from I know we're going all over the place. By the way, if you do want the the Zach Efron pillow, just uh Google Pour moi. It's it's a UK based company, but mm-hmm. that's French. Um Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I'm also fluent in French. French. <laughs> in French Dressing. <laughs> um No, but before we go all over the place, what was I gonna say? We about... were talking about
1: how you can't hide when you wear fragrances. Oh, yeah.
2: Like ten years ago, I don't think we would be able to nail down individual people based on scent mm-hmm. in a way that we can today, because everybody used to wear scent. Maybe not even ten years ago. Maybe twenty years ago. And nobody right? like, There does was a time anymore. when nobody smelled cigarette smoke ever. Nobody smelled cologne ever, because everybody wore cologne. Right now, mm-hmm. if you wear cologne, it's so obvious. Yeah. And people are like, whoa, you put something on today, didn't you? Right. Right? Like, don't you feel like we have a higher, we're more sensitive? Yeah, we are more sensitive <laughs> because
1: people mostly just stopped wearing fragrances because there's so much sensitivity to it, which then makes me think, like, is the perfume business a little bit like, hey, guys, we're still making your Odie toilets? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm that saying? That may be
2: part of the problem.
1: Well, I've always, can we just sit, okay, sorry, now we're going to another place, but I've always, always thought it was a weird choice to put toilet water on the actual perfume. <laughs> like that is something that we are celebrating, is that yeah. that is made well, of toilet it's water. Franche. The it's franche. franche have very pure toilet water. Yeah. When we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show, celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags, and we're going to tell you all about them after this on My MyTalk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My MyTalk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk 1071com Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer.
2: Hi. And we have a name
1: for those celebrities, and that name is?
3: D- Bags, presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day.
2: Who is your d is bag? Isaiah
1: Washington and Katherine Heigl. Whoa! Ooh, it's A, a, a bogo d bag. It is a bogo d bag, and it is like a retro bogo d bag
2: because. Bogo,
1: um, Isaiah words. Washington and Katherine Heigl worked together on the amazing TV drama known as Grey's Anatomy. Sorry, what? Hmm? Did you say something? No. No. Holly, did are we keeping you up? Hmm. Um. I watch Grey's Anatomy, as do so very <laughs> many people.
2: Not that we would know about that. Because
1: it is the longest running a medical drama on television. It's groundbreaking and record breaking. Um, but Isaiah Washington and Katherine Heigl are like major throwback characters on that show, or yeah. actors on that show. And you know, there's a history to do with them. Isaiah Washington uh, used some abusive uh, and and uh, homophobic slurs on I do set, this. <laughs> and as a result, was shown the door um, because. Shonda Rhimes, who's the showrunner for Grey's Anatomy, like has a zero tolerance policy for that kind of behavior. So he was fired from that job. And Katherine Heigl, kind of was she was not people's favorite. And both of them have really not had the success that they had on Grey's Anatomy since. And what I'm understanding from the news today is that Isaiah Washington still hasn't quite maybe um, gone to therapy around his feelings around this experience because he is like drumming up old stuff on Twitter. He posted a picture of Katherine Heigl. And uh, the sentiment that goes along is this woman once proclaimed that I should, quote, never be allowed to speak publicly again the world agreed with her proclamation back then and protested for my job and my head in 65 languages i wish i was on twitter in 2007 because i will never stop exercising my free speech speech so he's using his twitter to call out katherine heigl which of course then gets him attention
3: Mm-hmm. But then,
1: of also course. gets her attention in a time when none of us was really were paying attention to them
2: interesting yeah and it's yeah,
1: just right. this is just one of those situations where i just i am so sorry that Isaiah Washington was not able to rehabilitate his career, that said. Perhaps rather than pointing the finger at Katherine Heigl for, I mean, w- and what she, how she handled it was not necessarily right. And I can tell you about that in just a second. But instead of like pointing your finger at her, maybe do the work on yourself that led to you're losing that job in the first place.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. When it looks like you're pointing your fingers outwards. Maybe a you should look at face. the one that is pointing at you. <laughs>
1: um, meanwhile, as I said, Uh, I told you I'd tell you kind of how Katherine Heigl had handled that at the time, you know, which this will happen when something happens on set. They will interview the other people on set about the incident that occurred. And it was during an interview with Access Hollywood that Katherine Heigl said of Isaiah Washington that he, quote, needs to just not speak in public, period. Now, was that probably a little harsh in that moment? Probably. But... Catherine Heigl is not known for, you know, giving out cookies and hugging people. Like, she, you know... Well, the bottom line is this. Nobody quite knows why Isaiah Washington felt like he needed to bring up that old stuff. But I just... Let he it was go, man. Looking for some headlines, let man. it and it Do, works. Does
2: he have any projects going or things that he's trying to get off the ground? I
1: don't know. Now, the person who I really would love to talk about, who was done so wrong in that situation, is T. R. Knight, because yeah. he ended up without a job and he did nothing. I mean, he really did nothing to deserve that, and he was a great actor. I don't know. I just the drama, the old school drama from. um Grey's Anatomy. I will say about Isaiah Washington that bringing that stuff up could be in response to um the way that Grey's Anatomy has made headlines in the last week for the plot twist at the end of their oh, season premiere. Yeah. So I wonder if it wasn't a little bit of like leveraging the moment.
2: Yeah, like this is in headlines and now people right. are paying attention, now's my chance. Right. But for what? I don't yeah. know. Attention.
1: He does have a couple Nope. I don't know. He does have, yeah, he does have a couple things in the hopper. Um, he also took part in a political documentary um, this year. Um, I think that he like maybe produced it called Trump card. So.
2: Okay. So he's got stuff. He's doing so stuff. He might be looking for attention. Yeah. As celebrities are want to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Mm hmm. hmm.
1: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Who's your D-bag?
2: Thank you for asking. Well oh, my God, done. I have a D-bag for you. Guess who it is? Who? The Blast. The
1: Blast. Welcome it's again blast from to The, the blast.
2: blast. I mean, let's just keep the hits going, shall we? We might as well. Yeah. S- s- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've got two for you, but we're going to start with this one. Okay. Demi Rose. Do you know what a Demi no, Rose like is? Like
1: half a rose?
2: <laughs> um. What's in a rose? I don't know. But Demi Rose, I'm assuming she's an influence. Oh, yeah. She's an influencer and a model. And um, here's the headline. Because now, for those of you uninitiated, The Blast is a trash tabloid that is real horny mm-hmm. and is always showing some stuff. And we like to make fun of it because they are not even trying. Um, headline, Demi Rose shakes her peach in leather pants while in slow motion.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh oh my so goodness so she
2: posted literally a slow motion video in leather pants with her i guess her butt is like her, her
1: oh wow her, holy her, buckets her signature body part oh my gosh
2: it's a thing Those sorry
1: are... i clicked on uh where they've highlighted videos that's not on leather, and that's not la- leather pants that's latex
3: yeah, well, I, clearly, you
1: guys, I must have clicked on the wrong thing because all I got was a full moon. Oh, oh, you got a butt. There's yes, there's a full moon on the. Bright. I don't know where you Okay, end up. look, but she's looking. Like the walking. second paragraph where it says the influencer shared a series of slow motion videos. Click on videos, and you're going to get mooned.
2: Okay, hold on. I want to get. Moot. I'm
1: telling yeah. you, you're gonna Let's get see. straight up full. Whoa! That Wait is a some second. Mootie. I'm not seeing any. Okay. Well, did you click on the right no, thing? No, you got to
2: click on the word videos.
1: Oh, on the word videos. Okay, I see. Oh, here we go. Well, no okay. She has here.
2: Oh, 15...
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yep. No okay. wonder she has 15 million followers. Yeah. Hello. Jeez.
3: Hello. Hello. <laughs>
2: This is so fat. Oh, I'm so fascinated. I'm so fascinated.
1: (laughs) Well, by her buttocks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, but also um, I'm just looking through her account. She has 15 million followers. She has 15 million, and is that? It looks like she's got some bruises on her behind. Oh, wait, in that picture, it looks like a bruise. Um.
1: Um, um,
2: But the moral of the story is, I thought it just
1: looked really sandy. (laughs)
2: Oh, it could be sand on her butt. Yeah, I think um, it's sand.
0: She mm-hmm. was sitting in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now we all are. I mean, she's very gorgeous. <sighs> and She does have a very... Luscious large... peach. Large. I mean, a pronounced
1: it's... derriere. Mm-hmm. Is that real? I know it's... Yeah. I mean, look how... I'm going to go with no.
3: Yeah.
2: It looks very much like a Kim Kardashian experience where there has been some alteration to the waist, Mm -hmm. either through a waist trainer or something.
1: Which then will give the booty an appearance of more um, robustness.
2: Moral of the story is, and um, don't click on video if you want to watch the slow-mo of her butt roll as she walks down the street. Her butt roll? It's like. B roll, butt roll, oh, okay. right? Okay, okay, thanks. Um, was... Like,
3: <laughs> didn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my butt roll. <laughs> uh, um,
2: but she's uh... just like walking down the street and it's like, <laughs> it's kind of fascinating. Mesmerizing. It is.
1: I will say, I do feel gross scrolling through her Instagram here at work. Like, I'm afraid if somebody looked over my shoulder, they'd be like, why is like looking at soft porn during (laughs) the work day? All all in a day's work. It is. I did also
2: just want to share with you quickly another headline from the blast. Just because, it's just like, everything is sexual to these people. Jessica Simpson beats up batter and sexy stilettos on kitchen floor. What? Like, it's just like a bunch of sexy words, and you're like, I don't know what that means, but it sounds dirty.
1: <laughs> she beats up, up batter in st- <laughs> sexy stilettos on the kitchen floor.
2: She's literally making cookies or something on the floor in sexy stilettos. I
1: mean, I mean, this is just this is like where kids go. To like look at bottoms. I mean, what I'm saying. Where kids
2: go to look at bottoms.
3: (laughs) What I'm
1: saying is that
2: basically a description for the internet. It's
1: like the it's like the maxim of the internet. No, it is. Yes, where it's just like, oh, okay. Well, we're gonna curate a fine selection of bums, <laughs> boobs, and legs yeah. for you to ogle so you don't have to scroll through Instagram because they're just repurposing Instagram content and all of these things, right? Like, yeah. they're just describing what they see on Instagram. Right. Like, but it then is- there's
2: every once in a while, they'll have, like, you know, I mean, like this one, Jessica Simpson flexes weight loss in shocking three-way.
1: What? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> shocked. What three-way are we talking about?
2: Uh I think because she's in a three-way mirror. Okay, thank oh,
1: you. okay. Oh I, man. I, I, um, yeah, as much as mirror. I would like to So we're what we're doing <laughs> and this is how this is like blastception right here. Yeah. They're telling their readers what they see on Instagram and then we are telling our listeners what the blast <laughs>
2: says about
1: what they see on instagram
2: so who's the real d-bag here ladies and gentlemen it's not us
1: all i know is it's not us when we come back on the colleen and bradley show uh we have to check in with massimo Gianulli. he's getting ready to move into his new residence in prison and we want to hear how he's prepping for that we'll talk about it after this on my talk 107.1 thank you holly this is the colleen and bradley show on my talk 107.1 streaming live at mytalk 1071com everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer.
2: Hi. Hi.
1: Um, we gotta check in with Massimo Gianulli. He is moving. He is packing up and getting ready to move to the big house. How is he preparing himself, Bradley Trainer?
2: Oh, you guys, I just want you to know he's getting ready for getting uh behind bars and he's decided. <laughs> that his best way to prepare for his uh November 19th date is um to get his hair shaved. What? Head shaved?
1: What on earth?
2: He's going to prison.
1: Well, do they is it cuz he's not going to be able to get his hair done in prison?
2: Well, I don't know if I mean, it seems to me like maybe he's trying to look like some sort of Hollywood notion of a prisoner. Like, I'm going to be real tough and bald. I'm going mean, to say this. I don't this. know. Like, I can't. I mean, it, it's He it's looks like shocking. Charles
1: Manson in
0: the picture. I'm sorry. Kind of- look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> I mean, no offense, but you look like a serial killer. I mean, uh, um, it's a but severe. What's hilarious look. about this? Yeah, he has nice hair, so it had to be a thoughtful choice, right? So TMZ had these photos of him with his gray beard and his um and his uh, shaved head. They called it a buzz cut. That's not a buzz cut. He shaved his head, bald. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thought, like, it's hilarious that he's trying to look tough for a prison, whatever that means, because. He's not going to like maximum security prison. He's going to um a I don't remember the exact name but it's it's similar to the one that his wife is at.
1: Yeah, it's like a summer camp. Yeah. For criminals.
2: Yeah. Like he's so going to
1: learn underwater basket weaving and like he can take hobby classes.
2: And also, I would just say, look at him. Like, he has nice hair, so it's not like he was just like, oh, my hair's thin and I'm just going to do the shavy thing. No, you're you right. Like, it, people this do was that. a choice. He has, like, big, swoopy, Italian, black, jet black, thick hair.
1: Also, I I don't know. I'm interested in the choice to leave the facial hair.
2: Yeah, again, I think that's to make him look... Mean. But
1: shave the head. No, you're not fooling look anybody. Him, look at him honey. without
2: the beard. You know he yeah. looks uh, much younger. But like with the beard, he's like. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> Although I will say he did trim the beard somewhat. Like if you look at previous photo, recent previous photos, he did trim the beard pretty successfully. I just think God, this must just be a total, a total mind bleep like i don't wish anybody going to prison right no um,
1: but if you've committed experience... a crime
2: no no no, no. yeah, yeah. Like, obviously i'm just saying like i put myself in the person's shoes like what must be going through their head like especially a pr- and i'm again i'm not trying to be empathetic I'm trying to understand what it must be like to be in that position because mm-hmm. I imagine it has to be a very, like I said, it's got to be a mind bleep because, you know, you have this privileged individual who, you know, um, got into this mess because of his privilege, right, um, did clearly did not think he was ever going to run a follow of the law, much less suffer any consequences as a result, much less if those consequences existed, would they lead to a months long prison sentence right like so you just have to imagine this dude had no expectation that this was going to happen and then when it did become apparent that it was happening it that had to just totally like shift his consciousness in a way that i'm sure he hasn't yet dealt with and that probably led to like you know weird thinking
1: like a weird panic Freak out, shave your head. I just gotta shave my head. So did you ever watch there is a reality show. Hold on, I gotta find out what network it's on. I f wanna say it's on like a dis one of the Discovery channels. Um it's a series called Sixty Days In. Uh A and E. It's on A and remember you
2: talking about it. Yeah. I didn't uh,
1: see it. There's six seasons of it. It's uh it started in 2016. And um I watched like, I wanna say like half Half a season. One time, I got really into it because what they do is they take a group of people and they put like put them undercover in prison to see what it looks like or what it what's what it's like when you go into prison. And there are these prison coaches who help coach them on how to behave and how to survive in prison. And so I, it it did open my eyes to. How different the ecosystem is when you're on the outside, you don't don't necessarily realize you know what the what the reality of life behind bars oh, sure. looks like, right? So it makes me wonder in these prison coaches, I thought, my gosh, like that's an actual thing um mm-hmm. and certainly for privileged people, for very wealthy privileged people who have been found guilty of crimes and are having to do their time. <laughs> They have these prison coaches. It's
2: just the most bizarre thing because even in serving a prison sentence, you know, they will be landing in the prison yard with a golden parachute. Yeah. Like, it's just so pathetic that, like, you can hire a prison coach yeah. so that you can navigate the system. I mean, and think about all the people who don't have the luxury of a prison coach.
1: Well, and that's the thing I think about is, like... You know, they will still have a better experience of prison than even than anybody.
2: Oh, for certain.
1: And when you think about then what a bad prison experience looks like, um, and those people, do, I mean, the, the others didn't get prison coaches, right? Like they had to figure it out for themselves. I, it's just an odd. We live in a weird world, it's y'all. Weird, man. It's a strange place. It's weird. It's really weird. And when you see Massimo Gianulli shaving his head so that he can fit in, but I don't know. But you know he has a prison coach. Oh, oh yeah. there was m- like, shave your head. Yeah.
2: Now, I will say we have to remember he's got a much longer sentence than she does because her sentence was two months, his is five months. So he's going to be locked away for uh, more time than she was. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see what she does when she gets out. She's supposed to be out right before Christmas, I think. Hmm. And he's he'll be, be in till til Easter. Yeah.
1: Um, but good that, you know, they'll be able to celebrate the holidays.
2: Yay. I'm kidding.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, before we go, Bradley, let's remind everybody what they should be listening to later oh today. Oh goodness.
2: Oh my goodness. Um you should be downloading our second episode of Go Deep in the Shallow. It's our podcast. It's all about all the things we talk about on this show, our favorite pop culture rabbit holes. This week it's all about not just publications but or no, yeah, yeah. This week it is all about publications. Is, so I'm sorry cuz I'm a week ahead of don't do uh, that. Where the actual download is. This week, episode two, all about Publationships, right?
1: Yep. It's called Publationships 101. You're going to get your primer on what a Publationship is. Uh, and so it is our second episode. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you review and then just tell your friends. It's a great way to take a deep dive into the things that we talk about on the show in a way that we aren't able to on the show. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of a deep dive, Bradley went on a deep dive around Jillian Anderson.
2: Weird.
1: It's a fascinating journey, stick with us. He's gonna take us on that trip after this on my MyTalk 107.1.